So good for you, for real, for fun, for everyone. You're listening to Out Loud Orlando, the homo happy hour. Heard when? Every Tuesday. Almost every Tuesday. Because we're back from home break. (laughs) On Tuesdays from 4 to 5 p.m. We're at WPRK 91.5 FM. The best in basement radio. You can also catch us at www.homohappyhour.com. I am your host for the day and of the show, DJ Crazy J. See John, who you don't, who you gonna get today? You will have to wait to see. This is episode number fifty-five, and he is back with us from a long time away. Also, it is Tom the Elderberry. Namas Cray, John. Namas Cray to you too. I'm Cray Cray. I acknowledge your Cray. I I have about three people in my head going on right now. Maybe four. It might be a party. I have a whole <laughs> chorus. <laughs> Me too. And there's. We'll about song. my chorus we, my Yes, that's going to be coming up. I, But first, let's go ahead and get it out of the way. We have our nice happy hour clink. I know you missed it. I hope you had your happy hour clinks while we are away or whenever we are away because things happen in this time of COVID until we're back in the studio. And we miss clinking with you. Mm-hmm. We miss clinking with you. So... We are back, back, back. Like Eminem, you know, oh, yes, I'm back, I'm back. And that is, I can't believe songs like that are like classic songs now. You hear them in the grocery store. Yes. <laughs> I heard a ratio in the grocery store one day, and I'm like going, oh, my gosh. I would, no, the only time, the only place you could ever find this stuff was either at, at certain clubs or... Like back when it was first originally out, or you'd have to go to the record store and get it yourself. And yes, they were record stores back in the day. <laughs> and they are again. Yes, but it's called vinyl. Yes. Now it's vinyl. It was just straight up record. You know the pro- what the plural of vinyl is? What? Vinyl. <laughs> it is like it deer. Is. But some people call it vinyls. Like deer. You see a deer or you see a bunch of deer. And then you say, oh dear. And then you say, oh dear, I oh, hit one. Dear. Oh, they make a mess over your over the grate of my your car. My cousin hit one when I was 15 in West Virginia. Oh my god. Because gosh. he was playing this game where he would turn the headlights on, turn the headlights off, and turn the headlights off, and turn the headlights on. And he turned them on and he nailed a deer. And he nailed a deer. And then he's like, Help me drag it and put it in the back. And I'm like, you've lost your You mind. have to be careful where you know that there's there deer crossings at. Because, yeah, growing up in Flagler County, I was with my friends. We were coming back from DeLand to back to Bunnell. And a deer jumped out. Like, yeah. out, right out from the dark of the... You saw his eyes, but then just pewed, jumped right out over you. And you have to be really careful or they will, like, hit and land on the hood. Yeah. You have to have a taller car. These little short cars nowadays... Oh no! Y'all are trappings for deer. It's gonna deers. take your front end. It'll go through your windshield. Yeah, you'll be one of those stories. A deer went through your windshield, oh, dear. and then you'll say, "Oh dear, <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear." A deer just went through my windshield. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh girl. 
So locally, we were talking about this before that we really haven't been. I haven't. I haven't been out locally. Um, I'm trying to think, cause that's hard. No, because since Sandy, since my car has been disabled, um, I haven't been out. So I've I've had like I've, I've been I was at the center and I did um, some audio for with Jose the Emperor. He did the video that and seemed I did like the it was audio. A, a, good, a good conference. Yeah, it was a coming together to end the epidemic. Um, if you look up United Way Orlando's Facebook, you can probably see it because they posted it this last week. Um, and I did the audio, so now I'm also a certified, accredited audio engineer. Clink. I'm like, yay, that gets a clink. A double clink. <laughs> cheers, girl. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Cheers to Tuesdays. Tuesday, oh. I know. Remember whenever we first started, we used to sit here and act, try, we tried to fool you, the listeners, like, we were talking as if it was Tuesday and it was Saturday. And <laughs> well, at least we can talk about the Olympics at some point. But now, exactly, because exactly. that's uh, on the wild. But that's not local, so first of all, let's go ahead and we'll love whenever we're back in studio. She's back with us, too, but she's up to a lot of stuff. April Fresh, and you can find her at theaprilfresh.com, where you can find all kind of keto cooks. She has cookbooks and her merchandise. She has a fan. Uh, she has lots of fans, but she has a fan, you know, class Merchandise, fan. yeah. A oh, clack. a clack fan. Yeah, a clack fan. She has, um, she has. Co- I think she has a cookbook too. That's lovely, a cookbook. And there's also Tora Hyman, who's doing so much. Tora is, uh, she does cocktails and screams downtown, and she does a brunch for Estefan's Kitchen. Um, and she, I just, she's doing a lot of stuff too. Um, and then also Southern Knights, of course, and Savoy and our, all of our Stonewall. Uh, District Dive. Oh, I forgot to get a hold of him for today. Wizzy Wan, if you are listening to this, you will be here next week. Um, um, my friend Juan, Wizzy Wan, he does DJs. He DJs on Sundays at Stonewalls, at Stonewall, and on West Church Street. And they have, they had a dunk tank. Oh. Last week they had a dunk tank. They had a dunk tank. I guess it was to raise money or some kind of a fundraiser. But yay for that! And he got dunked. And Conchita Gift is a, is the drag queen doing stuff there. Although she was out of drag, um, yeah, lots of fun around locally. What do you have to talk about locally? The dive? No. <laughs> no, not the dive. I'm just gonna say about there's dive. You know, we have so many choices locally. The porch. Oh my gosh, the porch down the road Fine from house downtown. Our right. sideshow. But no, no, the porch, Winter Park. Oh yeah, where we eat, the, <laughs> where we eat, drink, and be merry, yes. and April and Tom and John. <laughs> um, well, they that was also so have. Long ago. They have, I believe it's a bingo night, a dirty bingo night. I saw that. With Jackie O. I follow her, Jackie O, Miss Jackie O, at Miss Jackie O, 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 H, 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 H. How many O's and how many H's? I think it's one O, th- uh, two H's. I'd have to look and get back to you. But it's Miss Jackie O at the porch. If you look at the porch, you'll see it. But um, she does dirty bingo. I believe it's on I believe it's either Tuesdays or Wednesdays. I think it's Wednesday. I think it is Wednesday, too, because Wednesdays is a bingo night all around. 
Hump day? Because Wednesday is whenever April Fresh does Naughty Bingo. It's so naughty. Naughty Bingo at Neon Beach downtown, which I we ought to go there. We ought to go head over there. Whenever Sandy gets back to Maybe working. Maybe next year. When my car gets back to working, I want to. Right. We can do drive-by. Why just next year? I'm hoping it's over. Because of the meme? Yes. The meme? The meme. Let's talk about the meme. Let's talk about the meme. Femem. T-H-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-E-M-
Our numbers are like the same as they were last year when everything was shut down. But this time they're not shutting everything down. And this time it happened in three weeks. Now, what about the governor of Mississippi? Hmm. Did you hear her? No, that's Alabama. Kay Ivey. Oh, okay. Her. She says. She says we have to blame the unvaccinated. It wouldn't be so bad if we didn't have the unvaccinated. So blame the unvaccinated and blame the unvaccinated. That's a a very bad problem in that part of the area. That's a it it is from Alabama to Mississippi to to Louisiana. Up to Arkansas. But is it okay in this case to create stigma? It's not stigma. There's, That's the reality of the population. Well, it seems like there's stigma if you have if you have COVID. If you test positive for COVID, there's stigma. My friend in Mississippi, in southwest Mississippi, his mom is flipping out. Because in the past week, three of her friends, 80 plus, have been taken by airlift to a hospital in Louisiana. Were they vaccinated or unvaccinated? Unvaccinated. Okay. See, that's, that's one thing. That's why Kay Ivey said what she did. She needs to yeah. be blunt because they're older. They come from a different generation. Oh, I know. I know. And they believe all the misinformation that's out there. Plus, not just it's not you can't just blame mis- misinformation, but it's also doubt just inbred in people. It's the mindset. Most of those yes. people that are 80s. My friend went to a colorectal doctor this week, and he said... Which is crazy, He's like, hmm, though. Are you a homosexual? Oh my god! And my friend said, "Yes, sir, I am." He's like, "Oh, how long have you been a homosexual?" Oh my gosh! I'm a gold star, ma'am. And then he asked. <laughs> then he asked the other question. Oh, what other question? Are you active? Positive or negatively charged? Oh my gosh! They asked if they if he was HIV positive. It's, colo- it's a colorectal. You don't want to lie to them. Oh, I exactly. But it's it's the terminology. But they're just a date. <laughs> I but, call them a date. But it's the terminology. Those older people don't know to say, "Are right. you gay?" Right. You know, it was it was odd hearing it in my head coming from him. Yes. Because I'm like, oh my god, I can't imagine going to a doctor in Orlando now. No, Orlando is very good for if you have HIV and if you're gay. Orlando is very good for stuff like that in the doctor's world that you can be honest and talk to doctors. And there's many places it's not. That's why... When they opened Lake Nona. That's why my ex and I aren't together. It's because I really could not, I could not move to where he lives an hour west of Savannah because I would have had to go to Savannah for HIV care because nowhere in those small towns will touch you. Nope. My friend has to drive an hour and a half to go to Jackson. And then when I had my heart attacks, I'm like, oh my gosh, if I lived in Statesboro, if we were together in Statesboro, I would have died because I. Th- it changes your, per- your perspective when you have to you. have healthcare workers that are more than just a general That's practitioner. That's I mean, we all, in the Orlando and Orlando vicinity, we should be very thankful, thankful. for it because there are so many places thankful. that just do not. I'm glad it, Orlando it's so opened hard up to get care. Opened up Lake Nona, which brought all the competition in. And I'm not just talking HIV care. I'm talking um, all the care. But all, it, like Nemours care in. when you are when you are openly gay. It's you know, not every not every place has a center. Not every place no, has resources. Don't. No, they don't. Not every place has a club. Not every you know. Heck, yep. Daytona don't even have a club. 
Really? And that's close by. No, they don't anymore. Hamburger wow. Mary's is closed out there, and that was. Yeah, they don't really have wow. a club. They have a Main Street, I think, the terrace on Main Back Street. Back in the day, there but, was a multitude. Yes. You would leave Orlando to go to Daytona because there's like yes. six places you could hit up. Yes. Yes. The Yum Yum Tree, the Zodiac, the Flame. Black um, and um, the barn, the beachside, beachside, barn door, Hollywood. Oh my God, that was so much fun. Those were the days when you could yes. start at the one with the, the beachside, the beachside on Main Street, pool table. Uh huh. And then you could stroll down the street. They got progressively crazier. And there was the Hollywood, which had the hotels on top. That's where yep. Billy. That's where Billy Boots yep. was. She yeah. used to. MC at yes, the next one. Phyllis Diller drag. I love Billy Boots. I did I did as Barbara drag. I've done benefits for her in Daytona. What was the next one down from Beachside? Was Hollywood. The Hollywood was no, the no, disco was one, and then the barn door was there. There was one that you walked in one side, it was really tiny, and one was a bar and one had a mirror. Yeah, ball. that was Barn Door. I thought the barn door was the one that was double, really open, and one side no. was the bar, and the other side was outside with a pool table. That was the beach side. Yeah, that was the beach side. That was the beach side. That's down Main Street, going a couple almost, blocks down, like almost to the to almost to the bridge, almost to the cemetery, really, but almost to the bridge. What was the first one on Main Street? The first one coming up Main Street, if you went from A1A down, yep. was Hollywood and Barn Door. It was a complex, Hollywood and Barn Door, and then there were apartments that's on the what top. I'm, that's what I'm And then you of. go down two and or that, three. And they had a restaurant, too, in the front corner. Yes. That yes. One, that one was the tits. Oh, it really was. It was. It, it was the best. I, I, that was those so were the fun. Days. But the Zodiac, see, I was too young then, so I know the Zodiac from the parking lot. Yum Yum Tree also. Um what in 1980? You know where the, you go down a uh, Main Street and you go over the, down onto yes. the water. Yes. If you parked right there in front of all the Ferris, Ferris wheels, there's the a place rock. called the Raskella. R a t s k e l l e r. Yes, yes. It was the gay bar on the beach. Yeah. Oh my god! In 1980, when I found out that was there, it was like this is amazing. I wouldn't know then. I do remember walking along. Uh, I I did later on. I used to go to the paraphernalia shop. That was at. It was Richards. It was right there. You know when, <laughs> when you go down. I do. Uh, I when do. you go down Main Street, there's that. It's that Coquino Castle looking place, and his shop was right in the, right across the street from Crystals. <laughs> there. Yeah. I I used to go there a lot. A lot, which today would be called just just to, so to make it clear legally that today what's when I say paraphernalia shop today it's called a smoke shop. It's called a <laughs> because they are they are everywhere. Stop and vape. <laughs> yeah, vape shop and slash smoke, you forward. Because nowadays those are everywhere. That would be cool though. Working one, my friend Jacob with one leg, he works. <laughs> <laughs> Eileen with one L. <laughs> yes, it is like Eileen with one L. Jacob with one leg. But his other is a prosthetic. Yeah. I have, I have two friends Gosh, with Jacob's that. 22 now. But he works over at Fast Eddie's on Michigan and Orange. He works over there. I, I, last I knew he was working at Pet Supermarket. I told him, I asked him one time if he wanted to be on the show. He's had gay, he's a straight guy. He's very gay friendly as long as you aren't hitting on him because he knows he's straight. That's all right. Oh, I know. I know. Very much so. Very much so. We all need a little more pride. 
<laughs> so he's he's so funny. Okay, so we all let's, need a little. Let's more talk about our first subject. Here we've been talking on for almost twenty minutes about fun stuff but in our first let's talk about our first subject because this is what actually put us in the mood when we started we watched the video um you'd have to search for it if you want to find the video it is called a message from the gay community and in the san francisco gay men's chorus they if i may you can go to sfgmc tv and watch it there yes as, as, what is it? SF. SF. GMC. GMC. TV. TV. Yeah. And you can watch it there. Yep. Okay. You can also do you that. You can search that so, on YouTube or Google and it'll bring it up. It's amazing. It, it's just, it's really funny. Um, SFIST is where it's, um, the SFIST is the San Francisco, I guess it is, is where I got it. The, um, it's, it's so hilarious. And it's basically when you watch it, or if you watch it, it is satirical. And we hope you watch it because you'll know it's satirical. I would love it. But yeah, yeah, you can't. No, if you take well, the words out of context. I can't say you can't. You can't see it as not as as true because it's just too funny. But the message is totally positive. But they have they have received a barrage of threats and all kinds all of all sorts stuff. of harassment, threat harassment and threats out the yin yang, and it's forced them to change their key. Basically, they they the YouTube version has been set to private. And they had 36-hour onslaught of threats, doxing, and online right-wing mob harassment. So the chorus is removing the unauthorized versions of the videos as quickly as they can. People that have shared it on YouTube and shared it unauthorized, um, they are trying to remove them also. That's why I gave you the link to it directly, and that'll bring you there. Yeah, exactly. My favorite line was, "Even Grandma thinks RuPaul's good." Exactly. Even <laughs> even Grandma likes RuPaul. Yeah. And the world's getting kinder. Gen Z's gayer than Grinder. I love uh, that part. Gen Z's gayer than Grinder. You know, it's just it's, hearing the whole chorus of it, you understand the meaning of the song. Yeah. If you take it, it's one, a, it's it hits on more than one feeling because you you get the feeling you get ha 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 this is so funny well, it starts out like randy but rainbow it's making a point it starts out very randy rainbow yeah and then it backs into what it really is yes it's very broadway you of know course. broadway 2020 because i lived in san francisco those queens live for that they live for that. And it's very really Broadway 2020 it. because it was done, you know, the way the video done and whenever they have all the different blocks. But see, everybody that course. latched onto the bad part of it, they didn't see that this in the context that it was performed for our community on Gay Pride Weekend. Because basically it does, you know, it's saying that that it's going to win win hearts and minds by being funnier, more likable, and better dressed. And they they basically said, here's a certain line from it is, your children will care about fairness and justice for others. Your children will want to work to convert all their sister and brothers. We're going to convert your children it's, with love and tolerance, and then they're going to yeah. bring it to you and teach it to you. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's saying That's in a nutshell. It. It's it's but it's so hilarious the way. But it also feels very Disney. Very. I mean, it makes me want to fly. I feel like a bird, and then it starts soaring. 
Yes. I mean, just how you can't miss the comical and satirical version, uh, you know. The meaning. The meaning of it. The meaning. Yeah, it's it's uh, the agenda. The gay agenda is coming to you. (laughs) Our gay agenda is now in sports. We're taking over your sports, girls. Oh, we do. You never think about gays and sports until 2021, where so many gays are coming out in sports, different themes. One of my most amazing friends, Billy, he used to call it sports ball. Sports ball? Sports ball. That's true. That's a good. Actually, that's a good way. Billy it's Mays. It's a catch-all. Yes. Oh, well, good for Billy. I mean, yay, because <laughs> sports ball is. Four a, years, I miss him. If Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. It's been four years. But um, sports, sports ball. Sports ball is great. We're going to start doing a segment called Sports Ball. Sports And I ball. think tonight will be our first one. Oh, well, being the Olympics is on, and like we were talking about before, there are so many people in the Olympics that are gay that are, that out, are out and proud. And having that many now, it's it's amazing. And like I was asking you, Megan like, is the gay are the gay games still a thing for us? They are. But they are. They still are. But that's said. specific to a sexuality. This is amazing that we're being accepted into the world. Well, the NFL really release this video and we'll see how well it goes over i don't know how well it will but it really is um it, it's about inclusion well what and they say nfl is it's, it comes out saying football is gay football is transgender and it's a new ad it's a mission to um um, alienate the NFL's red-blooded fan base. It's a stunt basically back in the Raiders star, Carl Nassib, who came out recently. And Michael Sam. Michael Sam also. That's, yeah. that's, yeah, a, that's a lot a different that one. you didn't hear anything about him until Carl Nassib came out again. And then people, then you heard more about Michael Sam again. Um, on the previous incarnation of this show, um, when it became the Homo Happy Hour, whenever DJ was was the host of it <laughs> and Mr. Clean. Miss Adrian was on the show well Michael Sam was a subject that that uh, DJ Justice used it was almost weekly you could you could even find that stuff out at outloudorlando.com um, you can go back there and you can see or listen to where DJ Justice, I mean, during this whole time, the, during the Michael Sam, he was on, he was a subject for almost two months. And Mr. Miss Adrian was, no, no, it's hilarious. Back and then, then we have the NFL, the National Hockey League player that came out. Oh, really? Luke Prokop. He was started in the minor leagues and he got on the Nashville Predators and he's like, I'm not scared to hide who I am anymore. He's 19. 19 years old? Good 19. for him. He's the first Nashville, first National Hockey League, our player, and the Nashville Predators to public announce he's gay. Really? He's originally from Alberton, Alberta, Alberta, Canada. Okay. And he came over here and he started playing and he was like the third pick in the 2020 draft. Really? Third pick. That's so good. Season, no, that's really good to 19, be the third. That means you have more than one team coming for you, more than two teams coming for at you. At 19? You. And to come out? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All I can say good is, for him. wow. Good for him. I think the younger generation has Clean. done remarkable standing on the shoulders of what 
everybody built Cling for them. Cling to you, little boy. All of them. What was his name? All, yeah, all of them, really. Um, his name again is Luke Prokop. P R O K O P. Yes, Luke. Yeah, Luke. Yes. <laughs> and at these Olympics, there are at least 163 oh. LBGTQ people That's setting wonderful. a summer Olympic record. That is wonderful, which transgender is part of LGBTQ, let's not forget. Well, the weightlifter came out way before, so everybody was prepared. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I, that's amazing. It's- which that seems to be an issue in Florida with with our governor and with some people on some one, one certain type. I'm not going to say... One, because I'm not going to say Republican, because it's not Republican, it's not Democrat, it is people, it is individual people. Some people are of the mindset, you know, they agree with what the governor, our governor, had put forth about, um, about transgender, the transgender sports bill that they put out but there. But they're putting a solution where there's no problem. So it's wonderful to so, to you know to report and to to talk about. The, so, the Tokyo 2020 Olympics, that is in 2021, having transgender athletes 163 in publicly out. Exactly. Gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, queer, non-binary athletes. Exactly. That's double the number from 2016 Rio Games. Yeah. Double. That's, yeah, that's about how many people, that's about how many athletes are in the gay games whenever they have the gay no, games. No, there's a lot. <laughs> I know. They had them in San Francisco twice. It was amazing to go and watch the Olympics. DeKalb, that was the county that wouldn't have them in, yeah. where Marietta, Georgia is, they wouldn't have them in, in Georgia whenever they had them there. Yeah, but yes, to see I it remember. in person was absolutely staggering. I remember. I remember. Remember when I say a little prayer for you? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clink, girl. Come on. Yeah, let's just let's just clink for the clink. Of We're just it. clinking. <laughs> We're just clinking away. We're just avoiding the Delta variant. That meme still gets me. It's one of those things. I'm just like. There's so many of them that are just so funny about you it. You know how a song gets stuck in your head? Um, that meme was stuck in I my want head. A, I want that on a T-shirt. I mean, I oh, silkscreen it like a Warhol. Now I cannot say anything. I do want to say something that I've noticed in my life this past. Are you going to do it in sign language? Couple weeks. No, I I have noticed no because they won't hear me. <laughs> They'll only hear of my hand of my fingers moving. I did get to speak sign language in the last month to somebody. Um, whenever I was at a car part place getting some parts for my car, I um, ran into this deaf guy, and he had a pencil, he had a pen and a paper with him, a pad. Yep, they and usually he, do. And he was writing, you know, but he was needing money to get on the bus, so we gave him, we gave him more money than he needed to get on the bus, but he was, you know. I was like, oh, my gosh. But I got to use my sign language because my mother was a sign interpreter for for court. For She was certified. <laughs> Not in the way I'm certified. <laughs> but she was, I understood. She was a certified ASL, but it wasn't called ASL then. It was just sign language. Um, and she did sign. She also did for blind and deaf for the Helen Keller's. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she really did. But... um. But anyway, so 
let's that was that's pretty much been my happenings and your happenings, huh? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> right. So yeah, there are a lot of gays in sports now. So there's also I want to find. I wonder this. if anybody's talking about them behind their back. Oh, obviously. Really. Obviously. But what I wonder is what they're saying. Are they like, he's totally hot, she's totally hot? Or are they like, oh my gosh, they're gay. Right. No wonder he's a gymnast. He's gay. You know, the stereo. That's why I never went went to hair school. Because... You thought it was too stereotypical? Yes. Hell no. I know that, but as a gay man, would have told you, hell no. That's why I never went to hair school. But but that's only part of that's only part of the same. That's only part of it. The only part is I just I I couldn't if I made a bad cut, I would have went home and killed myself as a Pisces. Exactly, (laughs) not me. I mean, I'm a Gemini. I would let the one person kill the asymmetrical Bob. Sorry, I didn't mean it. Oops, but that was the oh, but it's the '80s. You'll love it. (laughs) We're in the '90s. Britney. Can we talk about her for a minute? Oh, let's talk about Free Britney. Let's talk about Free Britney. Which she has actually gotten some footing. Every day she's showing people what she had to put up with on her Instagram. Yes. And I'm living for it. Yes. And living she wants, for I it. mean, the whole family's involved. She's, no, she's dishing she's, them. Yeah, I know. She's, she's calling them out. She's dragging them all. Which, which it's, they wouldn't be who they are. I um, think this boyfriend that she has publicly, now has helped her realize yeah. who she is and to claim it. He said, girl, you're Brittany. Be Brittany. No Jamie Lynn. No mama. No daddy. I, Be I think mama's all right. I think mama didn't say anything for a long time. This is my personal opinion mm-hmm. and just from what I've read, and I am not in their lives. My opinion agrees with you because I think I think the mother – I think the mother had she her. She knows it's enough. She was yay, yay at first, but then I think now she's like, oh, she wait. saw what he did to her. Yeah, and by him, I mean her dad, which her dad. is absolutely disgusting. And he still puts up the public face of because I, it's not really him. He has his own agent. How brave is she to say all that stuff in the courtroom? It's about time. to a judge and actually use a couple of expletives, but be understood. We out loud, Orlando, the homo happy hour, are Brittany Strong. Free Hashtag Britney, Britney bitch. Free bit Britney. <laughs> Britney. Free shirt. Britney. There's a great shirt. It's in rainbow colors and it says pound sign free Britney bitch. You can find it on Amazon. That uh-huh. has 15 bucks. Oh, okay. So we'll talk about that word. Let's talk about that word one moment. Because, you know, um, I can't remember who it was. They said that they looked up that word, and it actually has three different meanings. It's not just female dog. No. It's female dog. It's also a female fox. So you you are calling somebody foxy when you say that, too. Well, my sister, her and Accra... I'm saying you can be calling somebody foxy. My sister, who's a grown-ass woman, calls herself... The H-B-I-C. Babe, babe in charge of herself. Yes. Babe in charge of herself. Yeah, kind of like H-B-I-C. Absolutely, yes. or I-B-S-D. Uh, or, yeah, or I-B-S-C, <laughs> the opposite. I just learned what those meant the other night watching the commercials. I Googled it, and I'm like... <laughs> Oh, one's constipation and one's diarrhea. Exactly. One requires one medicine. I'm not mocking them. I just didn't know there was a differentiation, but it makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah. I had a boyfriend that had it. Yeah, when people say, it's no longer, I have IBS. Oh, girl, are you C or D? 
Exactly. <laughs> are you constipated? Oh, girl, are you C or D? Should I be feeding you an apple or beans? <laughs> um, not going to touch that. I'm going to let that one just lay there like a dead meme. Well, there are certain foods that that helps, helps they cause D, but what causes D helps with C. Yeah. And what causes C helps with D. Mm. But you don't want too and much mama of mia, it. Mama mia, mama mia, <laughs> you don't want too much of it because you don't want to get dehydrated. Right. But back to our sports moment. Um, Sponsored ha- by Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a Florida thing. It Gatorade is. It was, it was is developed in 1965 for their football at, team. At University of Florida for the Gators in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. It is a Florida thing. My dad was a, pro, uh, a semi-pro football player, and they got it here in '67. I used to rights. drink it a lot, a lot. It helps with your electrolytes. What was your What's your favorite flavor? Now they have so many. There's so many. But what was your favorite traditional flavor? Well, originally it was just orange. <laughs> Mine was green. Well, it was just orange until like 1972. Yeah, the green. I, when I was a kid, I used to love the green. But I tell you what. There's a kiwi Don't ever drink great. Gatorade after you brush your teeth. Because mint and whatever flavor Gatorade you get do not go together. Like but one, now I don't drink it because the electrolytes, it also has lots of sodium in it, so I can't do it for my heart. Yeah, because that's rehydrating or replenishing what you usually lose through sweat. So with the um, with uh, with the whole theme of sports and everything, okay, her name is Lena Bloom, and you can look her up at L-E-Y-N-A Bloom. That's Lena Bloom. She's the first ever transgender cover for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. And I have to tell you, I love it. She's beautiful. She is absolutely beautiful. Her the cover is beautiful. It's tasteful. It's It's very tasteful. It's stunning. Yeah, but you know, Sports Illustrated covers went from a moment where they were kind of, they were probably kind of getting into the soft porn. Playboy light. Yeah. Yeah. They were getting very close to where they were like, no, we're showing. But no, she has. That's better than Hustler (laughs) 2.0. She has a tie, you know, she has. It's beautiful. High rise. Her bikini is a high rise bikini, which I actually approve of. Not that I'm a prude, but covering the belly button. The low rise, it, it just requires too much maintenance for low rise. A lot of duct tape. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes, but it, it's beautiful, and that's her. And it's not a it's not a transgender person that is involved in the drag world or anything. It but is, there's so many of them that that are that, among us because that flag does not incorporate somebody who is trans. Is not just someone who was a drag queen who decided no. to who found themselves at all as trans. There are people that don't even. There are people not even attached to the LGBTQ. They don't. They don't do the generic. They are attached because of the umbrella, but they're not. They're just living their truth. Exactly. And that's what I want to bring up. Pose. Congratulations. Dude. Congratulations on best series, best actor for Billy Porter, and for the first time ever, best actress for MJ. 
um, Rodriguez. Yes, and she is also the first trans actress to be receiving the Best Actress and nomination. And it got Best Series, and it was um, just so it was so Deb- good. Or not, yeah, Deborah Cox. Deborah Cox, or is it Deborah? No, not Deborah Cox. Who is the Who is the um, other girl on Pose? Or no, Laverne Cox. Deborah no, Cox. No, no, no. Uh, it was Angelique La- Ross. But 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 Laverne, Co- Laverne Cox. Everybody thinks was the first actress, but she didn't receive the actress. Right, award. she didn't get an Emmy award. The Emmy, and she act- was on Orange Is the New Black. Exactly, and that's what like, I was thinking of. Yes, but Pose. All the all the character actors that didn't even have words were all trans. Yes, they were. It was an it was a remarkable experience having lived through the eighties and nineties and mm-hmm. and being on the periphery of that. I went one time to a ball in New York, but it was just knowing the story and seeing the whole thing. It was based on reality. But <coughs> and for, you know, oh, it's based on reality, and for the first time, their stories were told by them. The so, executive producer, one of them, was trans. Our Lady J. And I mean, just like club kids and just like drag from New York, different things that happened in New York that started as houses that way in the Vogue scene at the clubs, it, they had kind of like a like a, a jellyfish. They have all these tentacles that then different people from the houses, they moved out and moved to different states and they formed houses. And so that's how we had a whole Vogue movement. It was more than that. It was the trans people that, like, in 1990. Like Infinity, they started that way, didn't well, they? Well, they realized they weren't going to have kids. And they took right. all these kids in, and they mothered-slash-fathered them. Yes. And sometimes they had a father figure, and they could be the mother figure, and sometimes they didn't. Sometimes it was a single woman on her own. Mm-hmm. All of that. They raised a lot of the generation that's happening now. Yes. Yes. A, a lot. That's and what those... people, a lot of people are, you know, people that live at home with their mom and dad or people that have mom and dad support them and they're living on their own. They don't understand that many people don't, that that's a, that's a privilege, that many people don't do that. My or, friend John, who now lives in, in Colorado, we knew each other in San Francisco from 89 to 2000. So now he's in the wilds of Colorado. He has a younger son. They're raising a transgender daughter with the transgender daughter's mother Mm -hmm. and his lover's mother. It's amazing. It's a modern family. It's a modern family. The family construct nowadays... It have that umbrella. It used to be a small umbrella, it's but now, much but now it opens up more. It's a, it's one of those larger umbrellas that can hold more than people than just those small handheld umbrellas that hold just your head, not exactly. even your whole body. There's so many, both gay men. Wow, and- that was a metaphor, wasn't it? It was <laughs> under the umbrella, Ella, 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 Ella. It depends if if you have a small handheld umbrella, those little the ones, the pocket one. Yeah, those pocket ones. <laughs> then you just get a umber. Mm. You, 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 get don't, a, you don't even get an Ella. You I'm get kind of wet. Uh, I'm kind of wet. And then whenever you get those kind that just hold a little bit over you, the little kind that they're small, they're handheld, they're small, but then they pop up. Yeah. <laughs> those are an umbrella. And then whenever no, that's you get not. that's a propeller. <laughs> No, girl, no. Those things, they bust up so fast. That's faster than the Mary Poppins umbrella. No. 
And if it's blue, it's a Cinderella. <laughs> Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> the horde, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. So, uh, oh, okay. So you only saw a little bit of it before we came in, but just some other things to talk about that's going on is Camp Wanakiki. Wanakiki? Yes. Yes. Our lovely friend and friend of the show, Tora Hyman, she won season two. Then because of COVID, because of not the Delta variant, because of the OG COVID. <laughs> OG COVID? It's really bad if we're already there. <laughs> right. It was because of, because of COVID last year, because of 2020. I'm loving the next one, which is COVID Lambda. And I'm wondering if that's going to make it. It's already here. <laughs> Seriously. No, I know. When I wonder the, if that's going to win. We all can. With the variant everybody. and the other one or Lambda. Different. No, because they're doing the Greek alphabet. We already have like variants that have, because we have a California variant. We we probably. Well, that was Alpha, Beta, Alpha, yes. Beta, Delta. Uh, no, Alpha, Beta, Delta, and now Lambda. Yeah. Yeah, if beta was bad, girl, I can't wait for Delta. Oh my god. Because hell. Delta Burke's gonna take it, honey. She's gonna win an award. Delta. She is though. She really is. So Camp One and Kiki, um, they are now doing season three, which you can see them on YouTube. Camp Wana Kiki, W A N N A K I K I. Um, you saw I was watching the latest episode whenever you walked in. Uh, they come out on Tuesdays, I believe it is. Uh, it's so hilarious. There's no one from Orlando um, on this season, but it seemed like the ones that were there were on the next season of her. They yeah they were so wow. good because they all have their own ways. There was a drag king on this season. It's sort of a uh, RPD dry uh, light. Personally, I really liked, and I love you, Tora. I really like season two. Um, you can tell how they're growing because it is. I have to say, don't expect RuPaul's Drag Race. No. It is so campy. It is done at a camp in the um, the northwest, the mid, the middle of the country. You know that whenever they talk about the heartland, that's where it's done in a camp there. The twins, who are Apple, Betty, and Cherry, uh, Sugar Baker, the twins have a hamburger Mary's in Chicago. It closed. A couple in Chicago. It closed. Yeah, it sold. When? Like two months ago. Sorry, girl. I don't, I don't, really, mm -hmm. I don't know if that's true. Mm -hmm. I know that they recently, that the winner gets, um, gets, of course, they always get a year's worth of hamburger, Mary's hamburgers. The Chicago one? Well, maybe they have one in Wisconsin also. But I know it was at Chicago because that's where Ruthie works. Yeah, and that's where Kurt used to work. Who? Kurt Hartledge. Oh. Hamburger Mary's permanently closed Fatality. in Oak Park. Okay, maybe it might be relocated. Maybe it's not the Oak Park one. Maybe it's a different one. But um, I don't know. That's something. COVID girl. Yeah. COVID girl. That's true. She's a COVID girl. That's true. But in Chicago, girl. though, I mean, because. Even during COVID, we had people come out. It depends on, and and it seems like they would have more money to put into it. But maybe it's a different one in Chicago. Maybe they have multiple. Maybe it just no. It might be because I know the one it in St. Pete. But it's not everyone now. The one in Clearwater, St. Pete, that one's closed. But it's a lot of the closed. small mom and pops that branched out to someplace else, the franchises, they're closing up. Well, yeah, yeah, the franchises. 
There's a lot of local people. Well, thank that, goodness Orlando stayed. No, there's a lot of local people that tried to, to branch out, and COVID killed their business. Oh, yes. Pig Floyd's went to Lake Nona, and it closed. Toasted yes. went to Lake Nona, and it closed. Yes. Another one of our friends went to the Gulf Coast, and it closed. So oh, it's a, but you know what has been... Go ahead. No. I'm good. Guess what has been but guess what has been oh, has been growing. Nick of Time, T H Y M E. Oh, his food's so good. His food. Well, guess what? Now he has a restaurant. Really? Yes. Where? I don't remember. I don't know where you can find it. I'm gonna it. have to hunt that because I want to take my you mom. You can find it at nicktimethyme.com. Congratulations, yeah. Nick. And I think he's still doing from there, he's still doing the food service. Yay. Because I almost ordered, when I went to West Virginia, I came this close to ordering stuff to be delivered to my mom's because I saw what was on his menu. Yeah. On Friday, it was like crab cakes and some red potatoes and a vegetable. And I'm like, oh, she would love that. Um, Just to get back to Lane Bloom, look at that. I mean, the cover. She is, I, I just think it's beautiful. I think it's hilarious. We Lee. all need a little more Wonderful. Time. I don't think it's funny. I think it's hilariously wonderful. So I laugh at wonderful that I um that we get to see our first transgender sports illustrated cover. John, in our lifetime. Because how many how many drag queens inspire to be somebody or they or they how many people do their looks off of Christy Brinkley, off of Tasha uh, Tasha off of um um, Tyra Banks off of Chris. Well, off of anybody. Yeah. Off My of- friend Fatima in San Francisco based herself off of Lee Bowery and Klaus Nomi. And then she mixed in body modification while she was performing. And guess what? Oh, no. Getting back to sports. Putting the hook in it. Getting back to sports. Yeah. Yeah. Travis Shoemake, I must say, he's gorgeous. You're going to. He is. He's going to become the HRA's first openly gay racer, and he, I must say, Mama Mia, is adorable. He's a second generation racer. 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 His father raced. Oh, more. His father raced, but Travis Shoemake, S-H-U-M-A-K-E, if you want to see him. But he, he is going to be, it's a funny car license, which is not ha-ha funny, but he's the first openly gay driver in the National Hot Rod Association. So when you're thinking of hot rods, do you really think of somebody gay driving that hot rod? I think of Lil Nas X. Uh-huh. And I want to talk about him after. Yes, that. yeah. But he wants to take on a full time no, he's appearance. Gorgeous. He is like someone, If I could have. He said someone will be the first. It's only a matter of time. I know my dad would be proud of me for breaking that barrier. That's what he said. His father was Trip Schumach. It's and just being authentic. He was in the 70s and 80s, but when he died, Travis was only 15. But it, So he wanted to pull to get behind the wheel, and even though it felt weird to be there, his mom is Susie, and she's a staple in the Arizona drag racing world. Really? Now, in the real drag, not RuPaul's drag race, but the car drag race, the automobile drag race. So this is kind of funny because we talk about drag race on this show a lot. Everybody talks about drag race, but this is a different drag race we're talking about. The hot rods, the drag race. Edit. 
and he's coming out as a real drag racer. So that is a real drag racer. I know, girl. Take that, RuPaul, Michelle Visage. We <laughs> we used to go watch them at the place down 50. I used to. Th- that was oh. in Julieta. Oh, it's still there. It's, I know. It's still there. It's actually really fun. Have you ever been? Yes. I love stuff like that. There's one when I where I grew up in Flagler County. There's one over in DeLand in Volusia County in Barberville. And and there's also, oh, I love dirt tracks. Oh, it was so fun on Friday night to go I out and look at the rednecks. <laughs> and they would crash buses. You can drink beer and get giddy, and they can drink beer and get like, ah, like as rednecks do, which is just a depiction that we fictionally make up. It may not be any. We don't. We we don't mean to offend you if you are. I grew up as a gay redneck, so I'm going to call myself that now first. So you can call me a gay redneck. My brother's a redneck. No shame in your game, girl. I love him for what he is. If you're making the money, nobody Because I can't ask nobody to love me for what I am if I can't love them for what they are. I am what I am. No matter how much I disagree with it. So he's like, he's recognized as a future gay leader of America by Advocate Magazine in 2005 and Phoenix Business Journal's 40 Under 40 awardee because he has business skills also. He's skills. He set up he's a he's a former foster parent and he advocates for homeless LGBTQ plus youth and to help them set up nonprofits. But so I'm wanting to find another picture. Of At him. least he's a fan, uh, philanthropist, which is nice. Yes, he really And he's is. honoring his dad. I understand that why he wanted to talk. And he's very daddy. Oh, yeah. You know, that's Bobby. <laughs> yeah. He's very he reminds oh, he just yeah. Travis Shoemaker. Who's the one on Falcon Crest? He looks like a younger version of him. Oh, Lorenzo Lamas. <laughs> yes, Junior. Lorenzo Lamas. Wasn't it Lorenzo? Oh no, what was his dad's name? Oh, um, his his dad's name was Fernando. Oh, Fernando. H- yeah. The fine Corinthia leather. Yes, you look marvelous. Marvelous. That's who Billy Crystal used. So now also. Just to go ahead and end the episode with transgender and binary. I mean, it's not having to do with sports, but we went off, so we round about to sports. Now we go back to trans. That different creators that are transgender and non-binary, they are using TikTok to inform and educate different people, um, so that people who are in them, they like people like I joined TikTok to somebody who came, I joined TikTok in the late nineteen uh, two thousand nineteen, but I really started to post videos. Uh, videos after I was laid off from my job. Um, that's one person. Um, other person, I started showing uh, videos showcased in Disney villain-inspired makeup and drag looks. But drag can be very expensive and time-consuming, so I started to incorporate more educational and authentic content on content and began to share more about my personal identity to mix it up. So there's different people who they're showing themselves more. As they're growing on TikTok, I don't exactly. know if I would have. I don't know if my younger self would have put all my growing on social media. I'm gonna opt with. I'm really <laughs> glad I didn't. No, but maybe that because that we didn't have social media a lot of time yeah, ago. But, can you but maybe now aunt, though can you, you can write the book. Would you want your antics posted? Some of them, I know I wouldn't. Um, if I posted them and I was telling them yes, and I, I would be, I would be honestly truthful about my antics of my life. 
if I was writing my autobiography, oh. yes, and then promoting on uh, then promoting it to places, yes. Okay. Then then I wouldn't mind it at all. If somebody else was telling about their side of me, I'd be like, "Oh no, girl, wait for me to write my autobiography and then you get to add your two cents." I don't want to ever see a video of me being covered in wax stuck to carpeting again ever. It's once in my mind is enough. Oh my gosh. Okay, no, because you took me to places that I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. What about that part? <laughs> um, <laughs> what about co- that part? If I was a meme, I'd be saying no, no, no. <laughs> and it'd look like Caroline Ray. I would no, be like, no. Because that's what they want to know. The public wants to know the nitty gritty. They're going to skip over the cute stuff and go right for the dirt. And there we go. <laughs> Here's to the dirt. And that's the last clink for the day. Dirty. This has been Orlando, Ho- Orlando Homo. Orlando Out Loud Orlando, the Homo Happy Hour, episode number 55. Remember, we are one human family. One. Sometimes dysfunctional. Always. Most of the time dysfunctional. Always. But we're still one human family. One. Always fight the fight, the good fight. <laughs> Swing first. Swing first. Let justice roll. Roll. And guess what? Life is way too serious to be taken seriously. Can I say something? You sure can. See you next Tuesday. Yes, we will see you next Tuesday. I am DJ Crazy JC John. I love you, and we will. Elderberry out. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Word. Yay. Dirty. I love this adult juice. Sports. Yeah. Sports ball. Kick that ball, girl.